Welcome to another episode of Loud Pipes. Grab a beverage and join us as we talk about all things relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. And now your host for this episode, Rich Warfield and John Maracle. Loud Pipes, episode 173. All I want for Christmas. Yes, we're doing our holiday list. (laughs) We're going to talk about some good items you can buy for the motorcyclists in your life. We're going to have a little little, uh, conversation with Ted from the Motorcycle Men after John met up with him a couple weeks back, and then we kind of botched the review last week. So (laughs) we'll get the proper story from Ted and whatever else he's been up to. Awesome. I, I botched it that bad. Oh, man. No. no, no you no. did. Johnny no. John, TD, Spider Silk, Riding Fool. How many other names can I get? How are you? I'm doing well. I got out to ride today. You did? I, I should have. It was nice. Well, it was a little brisk this morning, but, you know, I figured out the layers, got it all worked out, and I got a handguard review. Okay. We'll talk Ooh. about my heated grip deba- debacle later on as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. What, what, are you, I, what are you drinking, Johnny John? Are you drinking anything? Um, yeah, I'm having some yingling tonight. Yingling, yingling. Of course, you know me. That's that's two weeks in a row now, so come on. Well, well I'm sorry, man. What, what, what are you drinking? Ooh, I know something's ooh, always ooh, in the can. You always have a can. Well, yeah. what are you? I, I could say something. Oh. <laughs> the, the Noda Brewing Company has... He likes, he likes it in the can. I like it in the can. <laughs> when it's hot beef. Uh, Joe's gone down the tubes already. <laughs> oh dear. Let's see. They do this series with Woody and Wilcox, who are on the morning show of on uh, 1065 the end. And this is a series from from that. A beer from that series. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, it's called Radio Haze. It's a juicy hazy IPA coming in at six percent properly in a can. Let's see that. Radio Haze, and it's turned up to 11. Okay. Is that a, uh, I guess that's a, um, what, what do you call it? For a local brewery kind of a thing? What is that? Craft beer. Yeah, craft is, beer. That, is, that what, is that a craft beer? Yeah, Noda, Noda is local. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Ted, are you drinking your chocolate milk like you usually do with us? No, no. Actually, tonight, I, I've gotten a little more sophisticated. I have my cup of tea. tea. Hot tea, that is. Yes. Hot tea. Yeah, Black because tea, I am here in the Northeast. For, yeah, well, I'm, no, no, no. Something God, fancy. That's crap. No. Regular, <laughs> hot, regular, plain tea. <laughs> and because I am in the Northeast and we are freezing our butts off up here. Are you? Oh. Sn- snow already or, or what? No, not yet. Well, we had a little dusting last week, but right now we're dealing with uh, very cold temperatures. I think it's like 34 outside or something like oh, that. Oh, come on. Right. Yeah. It was 34 this morning. I was riding 34 degree weather. You know, I should have rode today, but I didn't. I was doing stuff. For anyone who's not listened to the show before, we've known Ted for quite a while. And mm-hmm. just to recap, he is the host of the Motorcycle Men podcast. And you can find them, and you should find them, at MotorcycleMen.us. Correct. Undo. Still? All right. Nailed it. Yes. <laughs> All right. We're going to do, do a round of gifts tonight. So what we're going to do is, in the spirit of the holiday season, and whatever it is you celebrate this time of year, we are going to give out some gift ideas in three ranges, $25, $50, and 100 
And then we're going to have some virtual gifts back and forth between Johnny and I because we're without Brother Bacon and Hogan tonight. Oh. So we're, we're running it thin, running it thin. Well. Okay, if, I'm not thin, guys, but, you, you know, you we are, guys, as a group, we're thin. <laughs> I wasn't going there. Ah, you can. <laughs> so before we get into that, though, Lee, give us a little recap on that Florida trip, because I, I appreciate the email, by the way, but I figured it's much better if we just get it straight from the horse. All right. Um, well, let's start off with the, give me, give me a, a, a question and I can go from there. What do you, what do you want to know? So what, what caused you to want to ride from New Jersey to Florida at this time of the year? It was cold, well, Ted. It was cold when you left. Not, yes, it was cold when I left. And the strangest thing was, uh, it, it got colder the further South I went. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, well, my wife and I, we own a timeshare down in, uh, in Isla Morada. And for the past three years, I'm th- I've been threatening, I'm going to ride down one year. And let's 2017, something went on and I couldn't. And of course, last year, the bike was broken, so I couldn't do it. So this year I said, well, nothing wrong, no reason to not to. So I, um, I, mean, I, d- I decided to do it. And, you know, I, I, I'm not too concerned about riding in colder weather because I have the gear for it. Right. You know, but uh, I, I, I tried my very best to not use my spacesuit <laughs> on the trip down. Oh, you've uh, got like a full one piece. I got a one piece super a, suit. A first gear, your first gear thermal suit. And you could actually wear your pajamas in that thing and you'd be quite comfortable. <laughs> uh, but when I left my house, it was 42 degrees and I had on my chaps, my heated socks, uh, of course my, my tobacco jeans, yeah. uh, a long sleeve t-shirt, sweatshirt, and my leather jacket. And of course, my full helmet and my heated gloves. Mm. Turned, I, I got my heated grips, turned those suckers on, and took off. What are you rocking for a full helmet nowadays? Um, Scorpion. Mm. Nice. In fact, they just—I have to do a review on this—but they just sent me another helmet. Um, and the Shake helmet, the graphics on this thing are phenomenal. <laughs> but it's a really a cool helmet. But uh, I got the um, the helmet that I used for this trip was the. Uh, uh, scorpion uh, carbon helmet really really nice is that is that a proper full face or is that modular oh yeah 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 no yeah no i don't like modular not modular proper okay. full face yeah it was great it was really good a lot of fun so uh like i left the house it was 42 degrees and uh the plan was to take uh 95 down to uh, 301 in delaware mm-hmm. and then take that all the way down past Baltimore, Washington, D.C., and passed uh, into the, what is it, the 295 bypass that goes around Richmond. Mm-hmm. And take yep. that. And then I would, you know, of course, get into 95 before, just before I get into uh, North Carolina. And um, against my better judgment, I was listening to, hey, I take 301, take 301. I was like, okay, I'll take 301. Um, <laughs> I've described Route 301. I think, John, I may have told you this. Route 301 was a crap sandwich because yeah. it was nice on either end and it was crap in the middle. And I lost two hours of riding on that. Ouch. It cost me two hours because of the traffic and so it was horrible. Probably around the uh, DC area. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Actually, it was like, it was on 301. That's where I hit all the traffic. Yeah. But where? Um, It was in Maryland um, that I hit the traffic uh, before I got to the Chesapeake Bridge. There's actually a a large bridge that goes over to Chesapeake Bay on the north end. And, uh, it was before I got to that, but after I got to that, it was, it was okay. But yeah. you know, I'm only doing 50, 55. That's the best I could do. 
Yeah, no, uh, did, you didn't take the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel, did no, you? No, I did not. That's on 13. No, I, I think maybe next time I'll do that. Yeah. But uh, then uh, once I got to 295, I opened her up and I was doing 75 pretty much the whole trip. Oh, easy now. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> not that I was... Just messing with you. No, no, no it's okay. No, uh, no, no, I, and I'll have you know, I was the slow one on the road. People were passing me. Uh, now, now, the funny thing is, and I'll go jump back with Ted when I met up with him. He goes, well, how fast you ride? I says, oh, I do about 10. He goes, okay, well, I keep it at five. I'm like, all right, well, you lead. Ted starts taking off. The next thing, Ted wasn't doing five. He was doing like 10 over. He was like, hauling ass. I'm like, okay, Ted, well, let's go. Well, you know what happens, you know? I get my feet up on the highway pegs, and I just get comfy, and I go. Yeah. And I got that throttle lock. That's Oh, that saved my life. I got that throttle lock you push down, and you know it locks your throttle up there. It's, not, it's like kind of like a poor man's cruise control. Well, you, yeah. you have the tension one that, so you, you set your throttle and then you rock it forward. So it set, rests yes. on the brake lever. Yep. That's yes, the sir. one I want to get. And, but I want the right one because a couple of them are a little janky from what I understand. Yeah. You know what? I got this one, believe it or not, uh, two years ago at the international motorcycle show in New York. Okay. And it's made of aluminum. It's really thin. Uh, it's maybe, I would say maybe three eighths wide. I think and I still got the aluminum. link from that. I'm going to get one of those. If I can, if I find a link, I'll, I'll send it to you. But, uh, I think it was great. You know, you have to like adjust it every now and then you just have to just, just put a little tension on it yeah. and it stays. But, you know, I'll tell you what, that between that and the, the, the cramp buster that I use, it saved my right hand. It was, it was great. But, um, <laughs> on the ride, you know, I, 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 I didn't look at it going down. I did, uh, go, did the trip in two, two points going down i went from jersey down to santee uh, south carolina and then the rest of the way the next day um and then the plan was i was going to look at it more like instead of uh, doing 686 miles the first day i'm going to look at it as a series of 142 mile trips right which is and i tell you what mentally it sounds stupid but mentally it works is that like yeah, a fuel run for you roughly yeah you know what i could have probably gone uh each fill up the longest leg I did was 150 miles. And even after I filled up from that, I still had a gallon and a half of gas left. Hmm. So I could have probably have gone 175, maybe 180. Yeah. That's kind of like if you've listened back, I've always thrown it out as if we're going to do long runs, just look at one gas stop to another gas stop. Don't look exactly. at, don't look at the thousand miles that you got to go look at. Okay. I got 120, yeah, 140 exactly. and, and makes your life. Yeah. A little easier. Yeah. Yeah. It did. And, and I'll tell you what, it, it wasn't, it, I, I, I wasn't fatigued at all on this trip. Not one yeah. bit. I was, I, I could have kept on going, you know. If so what are you doing to Iron Man? Iron, uh, butt. Iron butt, that that's going to have to wait until next year. But it's, I, now that I know I can do this, I mean, the first day I did 686 miles and I was like, okay, if it wasn't so cold, I think that was the hardest part. Yeah. Cause like, like I said, it got, it got colder the further South I went, which was kind of annoying. Until you, uh, so, until you broke like South Carolina or something. No, actually, believe it or not, it's like uh, I was I was in North Carolina and I was uh, I just passed Fayetteville, mm -hmm. and it got Fayette to the was, what's that? It's called Vietnam. Vietnam. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess there's a story behind that, but uh, I just passed Vietnam, uh, and uh, I couldn't take it anymore, and I pulled over and I put the spacesuit on. Mm. It yeah. was because it was getting getting colder. By the time I got to the hotel, it was forty degrees. So, but we've always said, you know, I I don't miss the cold from the northeast, but 
when it's cold here, it's it is a different kind of cold for some reason. I don't yeah. know if it's the the humidity or proximity to the coast or whatever. But you know, I, I had never moisture. thought of it. Maybe it is a maybe it is a humidity. It's more moisture in the air. Yeah, when it's cold, cold here, man, it just cuts right through you. And that's exactly what it was doing. Uh, and so I couldn't wait. It's funny because when I got to the hotel, uh, I wanted to get there at uh, eight thirty, which is what I thought I would be would be perfect, plenty of time, and then I could go to the Cracker Barrel for dinner, which was right next door. <laughs> mm-hmm. And but because of that traffic that I hit in Maryland, I didn't get there till uh, didn't get to the hotel till ten thirty, mm. and um, the Cracker Barrel was closed, so I was a little upset about that. So I ended up getting a, you know, a. What do, they, what do they call that? Uh, a, a crappy meal over yeah. at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever is available at 1030. Right? Exactly. Yes. Yes. But the next morning, um, it warmed up a little bit and I left the hotel and it was about 47. Nice. And uh, yeah. And then uh, as, as, as should be, it warmed up the further south I went. So by the, I started peeling things off as I got closer to Georgia yeah. and. Yeah, and eventually when I got when I finally pulled into Florida right on St. Augustine, the uh, the chaps came off, the sweatshirt came off, and yep. got out the summer gloves, and it was awesome from that point. Yeah, yeah. The nice thing about about Charlotte is it's so far south that you know we're right on the South Carolina border. So if, if we really want to escape it, it it doesn't take more than about an hour, and you, you know you down in almost to Georgia, and it definitely warms up. That's what. Oh yeah. John and I are planning here in the next couple of weeks. We're we're just going to escape south as far as we can in a day and then stay over and come back the next day. You know, I've, I, I've been thinking about doing similar things <laughs> throughout the course <laughs> of the winter. Just take a couple long trips south just to get some little warm air. But, well, you, yeah, know. you just look at the, the weather, right? And if you get a yeah. gap, you get a day or two gap where you're like, oh, it's going to be in the 50s. Then you can, you can head out. And then once you. Oh, yeah. I mean, here in the Northeast, you get, you get 50 degrees and you just start thinking short sleeve shirts. Yeah. But that's yeah. enough to get you down into the Carolinas. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's only, you know, six hours away and you're there. <laughs> One day. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but the second day was great. Uh, like I said, once I got down into um, the Florida Keys, I got down to the resort at 930 at night. So I was like a little less than about 11 hours of riding okay. the second day. And it was great. And uh, so I only took the bike out once when we were down there, which was stupid. <laughs> I was a little disappointed with that. I was like, I brought this bike out. I figured we'd ride it a lot more, but well, if you're out, you were out on the keys, though, right? So yeah. there's not. Is there any riding out there other than? Are the you main kidding me? I mean, from where? Yeah, I mean, from where we were, uh, we did take the bike out one day. We went out to the Key Deer Park, which is a national park for these uh, endangered species uh, deer that live in the Florida Keys, and they're real tiny. Like your dog is probably bigger than these deer, but. Um, uh, just from our resort down to that spot, it was a, an hour ride mm. and down to uh, Key West from our resort, it's, a, it's an hour and a half. So we ended up doing that one day. We did 140 miles in that one day nice. and that includes going over the seven mile bridge twice. <laughs> uh, what was it no. down there? Was it in the eighties or seventies? Yeah. Oh, it was, oh God, that day. Yeah. yeah it was in the mid eighties that day. When you get that yeah. far down, it's always eighties. Yeah. It was nice. It was nice. really nice. I look forward to doing that again, you know, and, uh, coming back, I did, I did, I decided to do the trip in, th- uh, three, three days rather than two. I stopped and saw a family member in Jacksonville and then I met up with this guy, John, some punk in North Carolina. Yeah. North Carolina. And then that was the day, the third way. And well, you know, oddly enough, coming back that it was, the weather was more temperate 
and I was able to just stay in the the jeans and the chaps and the leather jacket the whole trip. So right. it was really good. Yeah. So all in, was, you clocked over three thousand, right? Uh, a total of three thousand two hundred and seventy nine miles. Nice. Yeah, that's that a trip. Really yeah, it was. It was awesome. You know what? And I'm ready to do something like that again. It was. I, I tell you, I it's. I got the bug now. <laughs> What's the dates, John? October what? <laughs> October uh, 9th through 12th, I think. Come on. And where is it? Telco Plains, Tennessee. Come on. Right on the North Carolina-Tennessee border. That might be... It's in October? Mm-hmm. Yep. Come say weekend, 9th through the 12th. It's the Loud Pipes meetup. Come on. 9th through the 12th. You Come know on. what? Make sure, send, me, send me an email. All right. I'll, I will put it on my calendar. Okay. And I will keep that in mind. Because, I, you know, I've been... I've got people bugging me to go to Sturgis and I, you know, I know we talked about that, John. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. And you know, big and, anniversary and is, this year, right? It's 80th. Yeah. Yeah. It's and you 80th. know, what's real disappointing is that I looked at my vacation schedule and I go, I, I don't have enough vacation time. <laughs> I was yeah. like, damn it. <laughs> I was really, really, I, you know, unless if I can work something out, if I can, I would, I'll definitely do that. Um, but I'll ride out. I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah. So, so, um, if you decide to come, let us know. I know there's, um, we have one of the listeners, Rich, that lives in New York City area is talking about coming down. Okay. So, and who knows, uh, Chris Geis, that's in Long Island. He might. Mm-hmm. Is Kenny coming, Rich, or don't, we don't know? I don't know. Uh, Kenny wants to, yeah, from Northeast yeah. BA. So. Yeah, so so we might be able to find you some people. Look at that. We can do a meet up up here and then ride down. One big yeah. yeah. What about uh, Dangerous Dave? Is he... He's out. He's out. Okay. Yeah. Wow. There's another one from PA to hitch on. Okay. Him. Yeah. Not sure about Zion. Haven't heard anything. So, so. this is a, a, a Saturday, Sunday, Monday thing or Friday through Monday? So arrive on Friday. We ride, We have two routes planned for Saturday and Sunday, and then you mm-hmm. can pull out on Monday. Okay. Do whatever you want to do. Right. And we have two days, about 200 to 300 mile days. And but we're not going like this. We're going like this. Yeah, there's oh, a lot oh, of really? that. Yeah. There's a lot of that. <laughs> see John's like shirt? That's that's yeah, one yeah, of the stops. That. That's yeah. one of the stops. You know, it's funny because I, I don't get the chance that often to do twisties with the big girl. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And uh I don't know. I, I have to have to try. I, I don't get the I don't like I said, I don't get the chance to do that. And then um currently Chad from Chad Rosenbroom. But yeah, yeah. He's coming from Texas over. Ooh, look at that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Actually, there's, one of there's another guy from Pennsylvania who is looking to get into the meetup. The one you sent me the feedback I have to look, with? I don't remember his name. Yeah, was he in Pennsylvania? That's Rich that's in the clubhouse. No, no, there's another one. There's another one. All right. Well, you, you keep yakking, I'll find it. Yeah. So yeah, let's right. see. Uh, let's see. Yakking, yakking, yakking. I had a question. I guess see, but maybe I'll try. I'll try to. You know, you give me the dates, and I'll see if I can talk one of the other knuckleheads of my crew to come <laughs> down with me. You know, my brother Chris would definitely do it. It's in October, so he should be fine. First part of October too. So yeah, first yeah, it's Columbus Day weekend. Yeah. So that yeah. Monday's Columbus Day. Yeah. So I'm not sure if you get that. As now, a is, this, is this rain or shine? Uh, that's the plan. Yeah. Really. <laughs> well, there's really no. Logistically, it's not really feasible to plan an alternate unless we do it yeah. the alternate like next year. Yeah, I hear you. Because I've have had my filler riding in the rain. I can tell you that. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's a guy by the name Philly. 
Okay. Nope. Haven't heard of him. Um, but we're staying at a place called Hunts Lodge. Okay. It's in Telco Plains. Telco Plains is on the Tennessee side of the mountains. Okay. Um, we have booked all the cabins or reserved them. So if you want to come, mm-hmm. we have four spots open. Okay. And there's a total of five cabins. Um, but there's other places in the area if they get booked. Okay. I don't mind. I'm not, I'm not opposed to camping. I have the gear for that. Well, there's plenty of space to camp. Okay. I, I guess there's going to be a lot of drunken debauchery going on. Um, Could be some bacon shenanigans or two. Yeah. <laughs> shenanigans. Okay. We'll just say that bacon's showing up. So if bacon's there, you should know. Bacon's there. That means there will be Jack. And John will be there. That means there will be Coke. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, Coca-Cola. Oh yeah, yeah. The well then okay, that's, that's fine. Mean. That's that's my drug of choice, Coca Cola. <laughs> oh, take yeah. that one the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, no. Hey. So I mean, when you headed out from uh, that morning, Ted heading back, was it pretty nice for you? Uh, when I left the hotel, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it was it was no problem. It was actually a piece of cake. But you know what it is? I decided going back that I would go. I would just take stick with ninety five. Right. And go around DC and go around Baltimore and do that. Um, probably, uh, what's that? Four ninety five that goes around DC, yep. and then there's six ninety five that goes around uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. And the going around DC wasn't too bad. I did hit some traffic on there, but it didn't slow me down too much. And then I made the mistake of following my GPS. Oh yeah, yeah my GPS. Uh, which I later learned from one of my guests that was on my podcast that in, in order to use the GPS properly, you have to set multiple waypoints to get you to go the way you want it to go. And I didn't set multiple waypoints. I just set my gas stops. Right. Well, my GPS ended up sending me through the center of Baltimore. Yeah. Oh, I've, <laughs> so, I've done that before. And, uh, I went through a construction zone. Uh, there's a lot of traffic. Oh, so, yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, once I passed Baltimore, it was a breeze. And I was, you know, just a couple hours from home at that point, but it was great. It was great. I got home at, uh, I'd say I left the hotel at nine fifteen, and I got home at, uh, five 30. Very nice. Yeah, it was great. Good trip. Yeah. Those long trips are nice. It's, I tell you what, it's like, like I said, I got the bug and I want to do it again. It's something about that. When you, like you said, you get in a groove and you're not yeah. tired, it's not wearing you out and you, the miles are just clicking off and. Like you said, you could, you could ride forever. That's a great yeah. feeling. And you know, the thing is, is uh, honestly, if I didn't have a windshield, I probably wouldn't have been able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, windshield makes a big difference. Oh, the other thing I was going to say was, you know, you talk about being cold. The other stream is being if it's too hot. If it's really hot, you don't even want to be on the bike. Yeah, that takes well, it out of you, too. <laughs> certainly not on a soft tail. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's an easy bake oven with wheels. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But, uh, I have the, uh, you know, I got the, I didn't have to use the love jugs at all on the bike. So that, uh, that helped out a lot. Those, yeah. those are not automated. Like you have to uh, engage them on the newer bikes. You can have it so that they automatically turn on when you, when the ignition turns on. But because this is an older soft tail, doesn't have that feature available to it. I mean, it's got the auxiliary plug under the seat and I could plug into it, but right. it doesn't do anything. Okay. Cause it's not wired properly. So, so I just, I have it wired. Just flip it on and. Yeah, it's got, it's got, uh, I can turn on either of the fans, front or back. And I generally 
try not to use it if I know I'm going to be doing a lot of stop and go because once you stop, that rear fan blows all that hot air right on your right leg. You're right across the cylinder you know, and you to your other leg. And then, yeah, and then you smell bacon for a little while, but, you know. Aside <laughs> <laughs> from that, but uh, it was a great trip, though. I, I, I would definitely do it again. Awesome. I've learned a few things, that's for sure. I definitely learned a few things on this. I appreciate the recap. Yeah, it's quite all right. Yeah. All right, John, you ready to do some gifts? Sure, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's see. What do we want? MT10 or MT09? Yeah, about H2R. Finally. Two topics. It's a lot of downshifting, isn't it, Ted? <laughs> yeah. I don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was counting. I'm like, man, that's a lot of gears. Like, must be a sharp turn all right the holiday season is upon us and if you have motorcyclists in your family or friends of yours you you may want to get them something motorcycle related although i guess my caveat here is this is always a tough subject (laughs) preparation age (laughs) for the longest of rides (laughs) i was saving that just for you guys or is that something special if you like it in a can? Uh, no. <laughs> we could go on all night with that one. Oh my God. <laughs> Whose podcast is this anyway? All right. Where were we? <laughs> wow. No, what I was saying is it, it's tough. I think it's tough to buy for motorcyclists in general because yeah. we're picky. We have yeah. preferences. We may be super brand loyal. And I think it's really hard to buy. It's it's hard to buy something for someone who's passionate about their ride. So my, my gifts on the list tend to stick towards the useful items, the shop items, maintenance, yes, that type of thing. It's, you know, it, it's be nearly impossible to buy someone an accessory for their bike unless you really know them or, you know, they're looking for it. Right. <laughs> But you know what? Honestly, and you might agree with me on this. If you're a, like a brand loyalist, anybody can get you anything from that brand and you'll be happy with it. Yeah, that would be easier. Like, you know, your yeah. soft tail, for example. Like if I, if I knew, for example, you were battling the heat, then love jugs would be a perfect gift. Sure. I mean, even, even if not Something on like that, that high end of a, a price, you know, a, a price tag, you know, you know, if it's orange and black, yeah, come on. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> take it. Fine. So, all right, John, you want me to start? Yeah, man, go for it. I will start. So my first one, this is the $25 range, and we set these kind of as a cap. So this is the this is our starter point, you know, nice little gift for, for someone. And I think when you're working in the shop, and I know, Ted, you recently built a nice little shed for yourself, didn't you? Yes, sir, the Ted Shed. The Ted Shed, which is looking great. And it's important that you have good lighting. So a year ago, I bought this nice little strip of uh, LED lights, and it looks like the old-fashioned tube lights, like the old fluorescent tubes. Yeah. But it's all LEDs inside, and it's just got two little chains to hang it up. It's got a switch. You just plug it into the wall. It's nothing fancy. You don't have to you know, get an electrician, and it's like 22 bucks. Wow. So the four feet long, uh, Lithonia lighting is the one that I'm looking at, but you can get these pretty much anywhere. Just, you know, like I said, it looks like a fluorescent tube of lights, but it's just full of LEDs. Right. Wow. 
And it, the lighting is great. I have one over the, the R6 down here in the basement where I work on that. And it's all tore apart right now, getting ready for next year's track season. And I've got that big LED light on the top. I have a couple of floodlights on the side. Can see everything's great. Can see the you count have, the specks of dust on it. <laughs> you, you have a you have a garage, don't you? I do. Right? Yeah. Yeah. John, you have a garage. I do. Oh, I hate both of you guys. <laughs> you probably hate me more because I have a big basement that's unfinished. So that's like a big garage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Yeah. You, you'd want to be more jealous of Rich. He's got this big, you know, was it fifteen hundred square foot, something like that. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Basement becomes a wife catch-all. Well, that's the that's the half of the studio that you don't see. There's oh, just okay. shel- like be on the other side of the camera. There's just shelving yeah. upon shelving, and <laughs> anything that doesn't belong upstairs or is tired of being upstairs comes down here. So yeah, it's no. encroaching on my studio. Oh, see, <laughs> pretty soon you're going to be in the garage. Trust me. <laughs> but the yeah. garage is tough because I. I'm a firm believer that if you have a garage, the cars should park in it and not out in the driveway. You're absolutely right. So the cars are in the garage and that fills it up. So, mm. Mm. well, mm-hmm. I don't have that. <laughs> Sounds <option>. like, hmm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I need more storage. <laughs> so, yeah, LED shop light is my first pick. Absolutely. Bucks. Go get one. Johnny John. All right, so so I'll go with a little, I don't know, maybe we did this a couple years ago, didn't we, Rich? So maybe I had this on this list as I was thinking about it, but I'm going to throw it out. You know me, I'm a big opponent of the rock straps. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So you can get the 42-inch long ones for $18 from RevZilla. They work awesome, and Rich has used them. And I've used them and stolen them. He has. <laughs> and continues to use them. <laughs> <laughs> he has, and they're, they're freaking awesome. So, you know, I, I remember I'm thinking about Ted sitting here watching him. So going back to Ted's trip here, Rich, it reminded me of you. Oh, no. The hotel. Oh, no. Unstrapping all the stuff. Oh, my God. So, so yeah, Ted that's one there, of my lessons that I learned. <laughs> has all these things wrapped around here, things strapped, you know, afraid the bags are going to fall off. So you remember how that is. So I had you probably said these two straps in that lovely MPC trophy case goes on the back of the spire with two of the big long ones that are like six feet long. That thing does not move. Wow. See, so lesson learned. There you go. There's, there's a cool gift for people. Wow. Rock straps. There you go. There you go. All right. Ted, do you have a $25 item? I do. And I tell you what, I went super practical. And this may, it may come across as a silly, silly gift, but I'll tell you what. Uh, everybody has to buy gas. So why not? Hmm. Why not a $25 gift card? Nothing wrong with that. Right? <laughs> what is wrong with that? Right, man? I mean, there you go. You just got to make sure you find the right gas station then. Well, this, I, again, uh, like for example, I, in this particular instance, I picked shell because I came across a lot of shell stations on my trip. A lot. Yeah. So I like the hell. Why not? There you go. That works for me. Very cool. Yeah. That, that's an easy one for people who ride unless they have an electric bike. (laughs) (laughs) Give that to your electric bike friends. Dude, that would still be a great gag gift. That would be hilarious. Like, I know you're loving that zero SR and everything, but uh, hey, here's a gas car. <laughs> Put it in your pickup. 
<laughs> Perfect. All right, let's move it on up to fifty dollars. Oh boy, fifty dollars, you say? Well, if you've got the lighting in the shop and you can see your bike, everything's looking all nice and pretty. Then you're going to realize that it's dirty. So uh-huh. my fifty dollar pick is a cleaning kit from Meguiar's. They have a motorcycle specific care kit. And it comes with six different items. Oh, I'm sorry, seven different items. So you get, let me go through the list here. You have motorcycle plastic cleaner and polish. Oh, nice. You have leather cleaner and conditioner. You have their liquid wax for that wet look. The all metal polish in the nice little jar. Your easy clean spray and rinse, which I've never used before. And the quick detailer, your mist and wipe and off you go. And a couple of microfiber fiber towels, forty bucks, Amazon. Wow, from McGuire. That I use a lot of mother's products, but I think I have a McGuire's or two in the garage. I use a lot of HD products. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of orange and black, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Although I'm not, I'm not a brand snob. Well, was I a brand snob, John, when I rode the Harley? No, you weren't. I had a lot of Harley stuff, Look, I, but I would, buy, I would buy other stuff. <laughs> I've been listening to you guys since the beginning, man. And I get <laughs> Still and, uh, on the desk. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> so then, um, so I get the interceptor and John buys me a can of this Honda polish. And I'm thinking it's kind of like a joke, right? It's like, well, you have a Honda now you have to clean it with Honda polish, but this stuff is great. Really? Yeah, I've used the, oh, what is it? The I think it's S one S one S one hundred. It's either the McGuire's Quick Detailer or the Mother's Gold Class. The just the right. the spray and wipe detailer, Quick Detailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've used that for years and I love it. And this Honda polish like mops the floor with it. It's this <laughs> is, it, is that kind of thing where you spray it all over the bike and bike gets all foamy and then you hose it off? No, no, no. no. It's just a quick. It's just like you just spray a little bit and just wipe it off. Just oh, a really? Quick okay. little. Is it aerosol? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to do it when the bike's super dirty, but if like you just want to touch it up a little bit yeah. and the shine that it, oh, the red on that interceptor, when you wipe it down with this stuff, oh, like yeah. I, ha- I have to sit in the garage for a minute when I'm done. Like I just can't, <laughs> I can't take it. Wow. I know. I know the feeling. I know. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Now, the Hana Posh is pretty awesome stuff. The bike love. It is. It is really good stuff. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't use it on my, my Yamaha, but works great on the interceptor. <laughs> do you have yamaha polish for your yamaha no i have yamaha synthetic chain lube but that's about uh, it okay. all right john 50 bucks you're up all right so so following your i won't say following your thing i made my own custom copy <laughs> no i had this already figured out somewhat so so the first two things i'm going to make my own kind of kit because i have my own little things i found so the first two things i added was you know, you need two microfiber towels. Right. A large one and a small one, right? Right. And then I threw in a Honda polish. Oh, sweet music. Four ninety nine <laughs> for the Honda polish for for a can. It's freaking unbelievable stuff. So great stuff. Throw Love it, it. Throw it right in your side case and off you get. Yep. And then the next thing is the plexus. Now, if you never used the plexus before. It's pretty freaking cool stuff for cleaning visor. It's not the cheapest stuff. Um, you take 
uh, guys I've ride with, I have a can. They all come to me. They got bugs all smattered over their house. Pfizer's like, John, you got your clean? You got the cleaner? Give it to them. It comes right off, cleans the bugs. Awesome stuff. Actually, you know what's better than the Plexus? The Honda polish? No. Handing your helmet to John when he has the Plexus. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, I do that. Uh, He's there cleaning his helmet, and I'm just like, here, while you're at it. <laughs> you yeah. know what? Let me tell you something. On that 3,200 miles I just rode, yeah. not one bug splat on my helmet. Why? Because I have a windshield. <laughs> oh, nice. I thought you were going to say it's too cold. <laughs> you know, it depends on that windshield, how high up it is. It would be good. I mean, I get them on mine, not as much, but, you know, other people I ride with, like Rich on the Interceptor, mm-hmm. you know, he's in the lower position and tucked, and they just hit him, so... Nope. Anyway. Not me, man. And and then you got to wash the bike. So I threw in some chemical guys, car wash from you can pick up from Walmart to buy uh, a nice little kit. So nice there you kit. go. How much? Ah. All total forty bucks. Very nice. Ah. Thirty eight, thirty eight ninety five. Oh, thirty yeah, thirty thirty eight eighty five. We are misers in the fifty dollar range. Wow, look at that. Well, I'm gonna I, because I am a stickler with this kind of thing. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Car- <laughs> Wait, like Har- Harley wash and Harley no, polish. No, 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 no. Actually, uh, I'm actually following. Not actually following you. I didn't because I didn't know what you guys were going to pick. So no. Uh, but um, I uh, I went for uh, the the big old cleaning kit. Mm-mm. Yep, this Bike Bright Moto cleaning kit for forty six seventy five. Oh, that's a good look at that. And you get thirty two ounce spray wash, thirteen ounce Plexi Bright. Eight ounce moto glaze, four ounce moto black. You get a bike dry chamois and bike dry towels with the kit. And there's boop. You got a whole nice. bunch of stuff in there. Nice. Oh, and you're under the mark too. Forty six seventy five yep. from Revzilla. Yes, sir. Right from Revzilla. Right. Perfect. That is our fifty dollar round. Fifty dollar round is complete. Dun, 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 dun. Now the big boy, the Hondo, one hundred dollars. And I'm coming in real cheap on this one, but in the category, I don't think it really gets any cooler than this. If you have a metric bike. Now, this might not help you too much, Ted, but I had to order something from Motion Pro, and we'll talk about that in the U-turn. But this is called, this is Motion Pro's MP Tool metric category, or metric sizing. And it's Basically, something that fits in the palm of your hand that will create a T-handle to let you use all sorts of adapters. And this is what it comes with. It comes with your standard 8, 10, 12, and 14 millimeter bolts, number two and three Phillips screwdrivers, plus straight um, straight and slotted uh, screwdriver bits as well. comes with a five and six millimeter hex bolts, and it has a quarter inch and three-eighths inch socket driver. So it does include a couple of sockets, uh, 10 and 12 millimeters, quarter inch. And you can add, obviously add other sockets that you want to that. And it's just this very, I got to send you the link, Ted. It's this very small little tool that you stick one end, one piece into one end. It makes like a big T handle. So you get torque, but it packs into something that's like the size of your fist. Wow. And you have all these tools with you and it's $62 and motion pro ships everything over $50 free. Wow. It's very cool. Very cool. Uh, significantly better than carrying an eight pound tool bag in your saddlebags. Right? Yeah. I don't know what this thing weighs, but it's, it is pretty neat. 
I almost bought one today, but I had a bunch of other stuff to order, and I figured, eh, <laughs> I've been spending you buy, money you buy like yourself, a, uh, buy yourself the Christmas presents after Christmas. That's what yeah. you buy yourself the presents. I'm waiting to see this come on sale, but I've I bought a bunch of stuff in the last few days. Wow. All right, that's mine, Johnny John. All right. Well, this is something I've recently bought, and I, I really f- have enjoyed it. And that is a quad lock phone case mount. Ah, you've given up on the RAM. I have. I have. Um, it's an Australian company. The case is very limited on what phones are supported, but you can get a case. And then all you do is you put on your phone, put it on the mount, and you twist it, and it locks in place. Where a RAM mount, you know, you got the X, and you got, you know, Spread it out. Make sure it grips in there. And it vibrates. Vibrates. So really? this is all included. So it's a pretty cool thing. Um, it ranges from $59 to $69. Depends on what type of phone you have. And they do RAM mounts. And then they do um, stem mounts and mirror mounts. So hmm. all types of different stuff. And I've bought a lot of their products. So pretty cool product. Wow. I use the uh, tech mount, and I'm really, really happy with that. Yeah. I've got the RAM mount, and I I have to... So, John, refresh my memory. You showed me the smaller... Um, what do you call it? The smaller extension piece? Yep. Did you leave that with me, or did you just show it to me? I just showed it to you. Okay. Because <laughs> I've been tearing my garage apart looking for it, and I was like, you know what? I'm not sure he left that with me. <laughs> yeah, I, ha- I have two of them. Um, one for my Garmin and one for my phone. So, when well, yeah, you don't have a RAM, you can get rid of it. No, because I used the um, or to use the same base. I used the ball mount for the quad lock. So the quad oh, okay. lock is just the piece that that goes into the extension arm. Yeah, it's kind of like the mount piece. So you take the X right. mount, you get rid of the X mount. Yeah, and then your case, you can see. Yeah. Right, right. Case has a big block it has, on the back. Has kind of like a it's a four way prong turns. So mm-hmm. you put it on there, you twist it, and it locks in place, and it doesn't move. But now here's the the negative though. Can you wirelessly charge your phone when that case is on there? Yes. Oh, it still works. Okay. Yes. In fact, um, I actually bought the car mount one, and it has a wireless charging head. That I go in a car. Twist it, and away it goes. Oh, the wireless uh, charger's in the, the quad head. Yeah, there's a quad head you can buy that's for your car as well. Nice. Um, but if I don't have the case, it will charge wirelessly through the case. Now, when that snaps in there, when you turn that, does, that, does there like an audible click? You can actually hear it lock in? Yep. On the bike, there's actually a uh, special. The difference is, is on the bike, there's actually a, a lock that's blue. Like a tab that sticks out? A tab out. that you have to actually push. Okay, so that's the only, yeah, so you can't accidentally hit that and it'll twist out. Correct. Uh, okay, and a car, and a car mount, you have to, oh, there we go, hang on. There we so go. it'd be like a two-step process. You got to push that yeah. clip and then turn so, it. So, so you see right, this blue right, right here? Right. This blue thing, you have to push to remove Jerry's it on the motorcycle screen. mount. Share your screen, share your screen. I thought it did. Not with me. We're, we're oh. whispering so the audio, the listeners don't see. Oh, I see. So there it is. Sorry. Yeah. So 
that they advertise on Instagram all the time. Oh. Yeah. 48. Well, there you go on the bike. Go back, John. So on the right-hand side, you see the blue tab sticking out. Yep, the yeah, blue tab right yeah. there. So you got okay. to push that and then turn push it. Push that to turn it to get it off. Where if you go to... Let me go to... You see, this This is the wireless head. The wireless oh, okay. Head, it's got a wireless a charger lock. right into it. Oh, nice. So the, okay. the, the, the car ones don't have a blue lock. So, yeah. and then the bike ones actually have the lock where you have to push to get it off. Oh, nice, nice. So it doesn't move. I will say though, having having gloves that work for your phone is oh so nice. Oh my god, please! The only pair of gloves that I have right now that do that are, of course, perforated. <laughs> it's not not the best to use when it's right. pulled out. Can you even get gloves? I guess you can. You can get gloves that'll work with your phone, right? Yeah, I have those. You do. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I got Alpine Star SPX or something like that. I'd have to I'm gonna have to look into that because that's that's a major problem when I'm riding. Oh yeah, both and both fingers too. It's great. You just reach oh. up, mash away at the phone. I've even considered cutting just a teeny weeny bit of the fingertip off just so that I could touch the screen. <laughs> no, these these gloves work great. I highly uh, recommend those. But the unfortunate part is, like I said, I bought them in the summertime, so I bought them perforated. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're not the best when it's like 40. <laughs> Although I do keep them on the bike, no matter what gloves I'm wearing, as soon as it warms up, man, I put those babies right back on. <laughs> I hear you right there. <laughs> All right, All right that, Ted. That was you, John. All right. Well, Ted, round out the $100 level. And here you go. We're going to do it right. Bo bo boom. A the Windzone Essential Toolkit for wow. ninety nine ninety five. This Holy thing is loaded God. with everything you could possibly need for your domestic motorcycle, your V twin American hybrids. Most uh, it'll fit in your fork bag if you have it, but I wouldn't do that. This is what it comes with: locking oh, pliers, geez. tire pressure gauge, flashlight with battery, ratchets, three eighths driver, five eighths spark plug socket, thirteen sixteen spark plug socket. Ratches. You get wrenches, open end. <laughs> uh, Allen keys, hex head. Um, you also get a 10 millimeter combination wrench, screwdrivers, Phillips heads, and uh, flat heads, electrical spark plug gap gauge, electrical wire, electrical tape, mechanics wire, siphon hose, nylon cable ties, shop towels, and essential tool equipment. So you, you get a lot. Oh, you, it has and, light bulbs in it. Right there on yeah, the. That's right by that tail light and spare yeah. turn light. Holy cow. This for ninety nine ninety five. How can you not get this? That's cool. Yeah, especially if you're riding an old bike that breaks down all the time. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> where, where are you going with that, Rich? Oh, well, I'm just thinking. My goodness, if I need that many tools on the road, I'm, I might be riding the wrong thing. Well, needless to say, when I when I did my trip, I had everything that I knew that I might need if something happened. That is cool. I see some vice grips in there, and yeah. That's nice. And it all rolls up, which is neat. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. I wouldn't put it in a tank bag, though. You know, no way. I went through the, the toolkit for the Interceptor the other day. I'm like, man, these things are cheap. <laughs> Just like flat piece of metal that they, you know, you cut out the rough approximation of a wrench and stick it in the bag. <laughs> oh, man. There you go. But that's it. That was pretty cool. I like that. Nice one. Good, good gifts for your motorcycle rider in the family. Nice picks. Nice picks. 
All right, John, you want to do the virtuals real quick and then we can run our little thank you segment, which will be quick. And then I guess still a little U-turn topic. Maybe Ted will give us an update on IMS. I know you went to New York, correct? Yes, I did, sir. I'll talk about my heated grips and the meetup, okay. and then I think we'll be done. I do have virtual gifts for both of you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. Now I got to go. <laughs> I got to go dig. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. All right. But, all right, Han. I was going to say WD-40, but that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> I know the squeak is fixed That's now. Cool, so That's cool, not... That's cool. <laughs> but wait, wait. So so give us the story. What was the final? What was and the final the problem? And, and you know what? It's funny. Is all the stuff that I did to try to eliminate this noise, and it wasn't anything mechanical. It was nothing mechanical at all. In fact, it, I should have been more, I should have, I should have looked better mm -hmm. as to what it was. The belt was rubbing on the lower belt guard. That was it. That was it. And eventually it wore a hole in the lower plastic belt guard. And it stopped. And that's why the noise stopped because <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing there to rub anymore. So for anyone that's, that's new to the show, Ted had this ongoing squeak with his bike with, with sugar forever. And I don't know how many different things you looked at and tried and then just eventually well, it stopped. And yeah. And then I was when I had the bike on the lift one day, I was like looking around. I was like, you know, just checking things out. And I was like, hey, there's a hole in my lower belt guard. And I'm like, oh my God. So, so I have a question though. You took yeah. it to the Harley dealership, right? Yeah. For the squeak. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they couldn't figure it out. They didn't they, cause you know why? Just like I was. They were thinking something mechanical. That's what it was. They were thinking there was something mechanically wrong. Yeah. And they couldn't find anything. Now, like, There's nothing now, wrong with this bike. Now, I said, did, did you, you hear the squeak? We did. But we, we don't we know, don't know where it it's coming from. Right. Did you post this on like on a forum so others can find it? And did you tell the Harley dealership? Oh, my God. I went on the forums and they all said, say, check this, check that, check this. But it never, ever dawned on anybody. Check your lower belt guard. I bet you it's rubbing on the belt. It's your brakes. It's your wheel bearings. Right? It was it's, everything. <laughs> the rotor. And, and listen. Oh, man, I, 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 I changed bearings. I changed everything. And it's like, it's still there. So I don't know. My next step was just to set the bike on fire and just let, forget about it. But no, it's, it was just that. Awesome. <laughs> now you have a, now you have a custom belt guard. I have a custom belt guard. That's right. Which I'm going to fix. Squeak free. But I know what it was. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But very good. You should write Harley and tell them that they need to fix that on their models. Well, seeing how this is a 2003, I don't think they're going to care anymore. Well, it could happen on a newer ones. I probably it. change the design. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they fix that. But okay, uh, I'm going to do. Uh, I do. I did. I detailed the bike today. By the way, so speaking of, we were just talking. About it, but okay. Anyway, cool. Anyway, all right. Virtual gifts for me. I will start. All right. And and John, you already used it, but. Since I enjoyed, I would get you another set of rock straps. Well, why did I paste Ooh. there? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so these would be the, the large ones, and they're black and blue to match Spidey Silk. And oh, wow. I don't know what happened to the link, but these are the 60-inch ones. That's the wide ones, correct? Yeah, that's the wide ones, my friend. Right there in the chat so you can see it. And they're black, right. a little bit of blue inset, a little bit of blue, and maybe a smaller amount of white. 18 to 60 inch 
adjustable, one inch wide in a two pack. Twenty dollars. Get off cheap. Thanks, thanks, man. I appreciate that. All right. And for Ted, I didn't have time to look. That's it okay, up. No, that's But right. but this is but. what I would do on the spur of the moment because I know you're going to go get an iron butt. You're going to do it in 2020. I would get you an Airhawk cushion seat or seat cushion for your bike. Really? Yeah, an Airhawk. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'll never use it, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have on your seat, though? What What is your seat set up? I, I have nothing. What I have is I had the seat reupholstered about uh, two years ago. And in doing so, the uh, the gentleman who did it for me, he used a, a padded vinyl on top of the padding that goes in there. And I, it's the most comfortable seat I've ever sat on. So I don't use anything else but the seat. Oh, man. All right. That's super, a terrible super. gift. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll use it when I get to my sports there. That's what I'll do. Okay. How about a heating kit for your awesome seat? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? All right. Johnny John. All right, my friend. So, so, so I t- went, I was thinking about what do I get rich? You know, asked and Nellie says, you know, what do I get rich? And she says, oh, give me something for the track. And I'm like, well, I thought about something for him. Uh oh. I think, well, what could he use? That's a big smile there. I can only imagine. <laughs> I'm like, well, he could use some tire warmers. Oh, dang. But there then I looked at the price and said, nope. Yeah, no. I like that much. There's too many options and everything else. I like everything. So I said, nope, can't do that. Yeah. So like instead, 200 my bucks friend, for a good set. That, there is so. a real such a thing as tire warmers? Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a thing. It, it's a thing. Wow. Yep. So, so with that aspect, my friend, I decided that your other hobby is beer, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I went and got you this nice map so you can put the bottle caps on the U.S. map. Sweet. Look at that. Nice that wooden map. Cool. That you put your bottle caps in there, and you can put it however you want to do it. That is awesome. Thanks, man. I like it. So, so Enrico and, and Bacon are not here, but... For bacon, it would be a a whiskey sampler. So I I know Jack Daniels has a couple of cool sample packs where you get a little bit of everything. So that would be my pick for him. And then Hogan is too fussy. So it would be a gift card for sure. All day. (laughs) Indian store gift card. (laughs) So so let me go to Ted here. (laughs) And Ted Uh threw me on the spot here. So so I'm going to use Ted's thing. Since he's talking about doing that iron butt... You know, he needs some gas cards. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so I'll give, him some, I'll give him a couple of gas cards so I can put some gas and right. sugar and go down the road. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. Cool. Is my right, turn? Ted, round us out. Round all us right, out. here we go. First of all, I'll, I'll make this easy for bacon. Yeah. I have selected three different types of bacon. (laughs) (laughs) There's maple bacon, turkey bacon, and regular bacon. And for Rico, (laughs) I got him virtually an 18-month Harley Davidson calendar. Nice. (laughs) He will love that. (laughs) Yeah. Now, for you guys, I went the extra mile. And now, this is assuming that there is no dollar amount limit here on this. So, right. And what I've done 
And I'm going to share my screen with you. Uh, listeners, you're going to have to use your imagination. Theater uh, of the mind. Okay. Coming up. <laughs> Ted clicks uh, the button. The screen slowly okay. fills. Uh, as you see up here on the left. Oh, it says door, door number one, one. Two and three. <laughs> That's for you, Rich. That's funny. Okay. Box number one, two, and three is for you. Uh, oh, I ha I get to pick. All right, so now you can pick. Now, <laughs> now John gets box one, two, or three. And mm. Rich, you get to pick door one, two, or three. So which one do you pick? Oh, this is going to be your gift. There, I, I don't. I, I forget mm. which order they are, but you pick whichever one you is what you're going to get. Oh. Here we go. I say door number three. You get. You get a soft-tailed deuce. Oh, you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's a 2002 Harley-Davidson soft-tailed deuce. <laughs> Coming to you right out of Kentucky. Awesome. <laughs> see? Do you want to see what your other options were? Just like, just like on, what, what's that show that used to be? Uh, Price is Right. Price is Right. Yeah. Do you want to see what your other options were? Do you want to see what you could have had is the second what one you that could have had, what, what you could have had. Door number two would have been a live wire. Oh, man. <laughs> and door number one, you could have had a modus. Mm. Killing me, Ted. You're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, he he knows the John. history. He knows it all. I'll go with door number one. Oh, do you want to see what door number three is first? We'll go this <laughs> uh -oh. the other way. Door <laughs> Box number three. You pick box number one. So box number three is a Spider RT. Limited mm. even. Dang. Yeah. Dang. Yep. Yeah, you passed that up. All Too right. Bad. Box number two. Okay. A oh. Riker. Rally. Oh, yeah. oh, the Rally Riker. You passed that up. Instead, you got a cheese Instead, plate. Instead. <laughs> I probably got Harley Trike. Uh, box number one. You get a live you wire. You get a live wire. <laughs> All right. Can we trade? <laughs> no, I'm going to go sell it off. I think it's kind of funny that Rich got his old bike back. Oh, on. man. <laughs> and a special gift for both of you. That could be an omen. Do you want oh. to see your special gift? Both of you get this very special gift. All right. You get a Honda Grom. Honda Grom. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Only in green, though. No, no, no. You're going to have to get, we're going to do it in orange. Everybody's going to get Harley orange. Harley groms. orange grounds. <laughs> oh, that is cool. You ever ridden one? I have not. I want to try it. But my good friend, um, Alonzo Bowden, he's like six, four, six, five. He says the great things about, uh, groms are, if you feel like you're going to crash, you just stand up. Yeah. Just jump off. Stand up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pick it so up. There you go, boys. Merry Christmas. Awesome. Thank you, Ted. Thanks, Ted. You're welcome. Very cool. It was a lot of fun. Now looking at your Skype, I need to upgrade apparently. Yeah. Well, I do it all the time. That's why. <laughs> are you using Windows or are you using uh Yeah, Windows 10. Windows 10. Okay. I have to keep on top of it because I use it for work, but I also use it for my interviews. Right. Yeah. Very nice. All right. Well, let's take a little break here and then we'll get back to our we'll do a little brief IMS and we had a couple other topics. So it'll be quick because we don't have anyone to thank for the show other than prior supporters, uh, but nothing since the last one. And we'll just remind everyone, if you do find some value in the show, you can check us out at uh, loudpipes.net slash donate. We have a field there. You can leave a little note 
we'll share that on the on the air if you would like us to. And also anyone that has been sending in donations, I've been sending out letters for those and stickers. So we have a stock of our die cut stickers left over. So I'll keep sending those out until that stock is gone. And also don't forget the monthly subscription or monthly support option is back. Uh, again, loudpipes.net slash donate. Check that out. And we'll also add you back to the clubhouse if you're interested. All right, John, before we get on to Ted's visit to IMS, anything to Mm -hmm. add on the meetup? We talked about that a little bit earlier, but another cabin was taken, I understand? No, it was not. Not? Not. Okay, so we still have four beds. Four beds. Okay, so Ted, so you can get a bed if you want, or you can camp it with bacon and I, like real bikers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait a minute. You know, I just said you said you said bed in one sentence and then bacon right after that. Right so after that. what? <laughs> so it's kind of a choice, right? You know, quality sleep or fantastic breakfast. You know, it's oh, I see. you get to pick. Okay. You're talking, about, you're talking about baking the food, not baking the person. So Hunt's only has has a few cabins and we've reserved them all, but there are of all those cabins, there are only four beds left. All right. Like single beds. Send me all the info. Yeah, and we'll I'll, send it to uh, you. And I'll review. All right. And that was it. Uh, my heated grip install was quite a debacle. I'll touch on that real quick. So I got, I got those Oxford heated grips that John recommended, which is a cool kit. And I installed the controller. Looks great on the interceptor. The wiring is all neat. Very, very neat kit. Very well thought out. But like an animal, I cut the old grips off and I'm not really paying attention. And the grip on the throttle side is like a molded one piece unit. So the grip and the throttle tube are kind of molded together. So when the grip comes off, it's not just a smooth tube that I can slide the heated grip back on. It's like this jagged piece of plastic that is molded into the grip. So Spent a little time on the VFR forums and found out I need to get a new throttle tube. And that's why I was on Motion Pro. So I got a generic um, plastic stock replacement throttle tube that I will use to replace my stock one so I can put my heated grips on. A terrible TFM. pain in the behind, but I will soon have heated grips. And that's cool. You're going to love them. I can't wait. And I have the wiring on the bike for heated gear too. So I may, I may get a liner for my boots. John and I were, John and I were talking the other day. Um, good catch up by the way. Thanks man. It was no like problem. an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Usually if we get talking, it's a ways. <laughs> but my hands will be fine. The next thing will be the feet. So my, all the boots I have all fit pretty snug. So I'm thinking the heated liner is going to be next for the boots. Look into the uh, heated socks instead. Or heated socks, yeah, but something yeah. that's not super thick right? inside the boot. Mm-hmm. So that's it. So IMS, or wait, I John, you've got a review yet on your hand guards, right? Yeah, so, you know, last time we talked about me installing the, um, what is the Barkbuster hand guards, single mount point on the end, and got them installed, and didn't do a ride. So since then I've taken two rides and well, today was cold and 
Yeah. Well, needless to say, they work really well cutting the, the air off my hands and it makes them warmer. Nice. All is good. Yeah, I, I say that's a lot. Um, you know, these were ones that I ran spire form, say they did. They kind of, like I said, kind of intruded a little bit of the mirror, but not nothing that's like um, too aggressive where you can't use it. Shows up in the mirror like just a tiny bit, right? Yeah. So it's not like, oh, you can't use the mirror. It's take tap the mirror three quarters. For me, it's only just a little bit. So right. no security issues or, you know, safety concerns with them. So, so the, I recommend for what they do. The uh, So your mirrors are in front of your handguards? Yes. Because okay. the mirrors okay. on the spider are up on the body, like up by the windshield. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Up by the dash, kind yeah. of for, more forward, kind of off to the side. All right. Are these uh, spider-branded hand nope. grips? Nope. nope. They are, the the handguards are made by Barkbuster. Okay. That do a lot of stuff for dirt bikes, I think. And they're single um, point mounted. So they only screw into the end of the handlebars. So these oh, wouldn't no. help you if you were bashed into a tree or something. Correct. So <laughs> do note that yeah. these are not made for trees and yeah. protect your hands. They are more just designed to protect you from the wind. Right. So Barkbuster said, if, I don't know if you know what those are, but they're popular off-road protectors. I've seen, I've seen them on the bikes. Yeah, yeah. I know what they are. And I mean, the kit itself, I mean, the, the, the metal piece, the bar that comes around to the plastic, I mean, it's pretty well off. I think... It, can take a little beating before they start coming in on my a little chunky huh? mm. so i, mean, I have if, the my hand guards are from national cycle and the, what a blessing they are they're great yeah so can amps have a um six millimeter threaded end so unlike other ones that are howl so it's kind of takes right. a little bit different stuff so anyways yes let's go on to ims uh, so I went to the International Motorcycle Show in New York City at the Jacob Javis Center, and uh, I was there for media day, and they did the media tour uh, between 8.30, sorry, 8.45 and 2 o'clock. It was all media-related. Uh, they took us around to many of the uh, large manufacturers of motorcycles. Oddly enough, though, and I don't know why, but they skipped over Yamaha. There was no... They skipped it or they didn't show up? Well, there was, no, Yamaha was there, but they didn't have a presentation. Maybe they didn't have anything new. I don't know. Uh, but nearly every uh, motorcycle manufacturer, with the exception of Triumph, they weren't there this uh, Yeah, they weren't there this year. Uh, they, everybody was presenting something new. Huh. Uh, yeah, so there was uh, Alpine Stars had a little uh, demonstration, which failed at first, but then it, they got it to work. Uh, they have an inflatable vest jacket thing uh, that apparently they claim to be much faster and more reliable than the, um, what's another one? Helite. Helite. Yeah. So, well, it's but pretty pricey, but Alpine anyway. stars has had a, an airbag suit for years for like, their racers. Like track yeah. Suit. yeah. Right. But now they've made it available to the general public. And this is for the street for the street. Yes. $850. Well, I'm saying that the track suit is op- is available to the public like you can buy it well, well this this vest that they're selling is separate that's a separate thing entirely which you can either wear it simply as a vest or you can wear it uh integrated into one of their jackets got it yeah and, but it's uh, it's it's geared towards the street though correct exactly got yes it. it is now doesn't Dionese have one as well i'm thinking because i remember i think in i remember at um RST MotoGP. has one for this year. 
I don't know if it's new for the airbag or just updated for this year, but I know RST has a new air suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember something. Maybe it was the Alpine Star, but I remember at MotoGP they were having a demo of of the jacket of uh, somebody, one of the brands. So it was pretty neat. I mean, I, like I said, I wasn't. It didn't wow me, but it was okay. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't work on a a cable system where it kind of ties you to the bike, and then when you get if you get ejected from the bike, it goes off. It works off of accelerometers, yep. uh, advanced motion detection, and G force detection. That's the way it works, and it can deploy twice, nice. if necessary. But um, oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. Uh, and when it finally deployed, it puts off a, uh, it creates a two-inch air cushion around the rider's body inside the jacket. Yeah, so it's pretty. Neat. It deploys in like five hundred milliseconds. It's cool stuff. Oh, if you see the last two violent crashes that Mark Marquez had in MotoGP, if he you wore wa- the suit, well, yeah. if you watch the replay. You see him like when he did the high side during qualifying for the, la- the last race of the year. Yep, that's one they talked about. You see him high side, and as soon as he's ejected from the bike, you see his whole suit swell up. Wow! While he's in the air, and it's just you're like, wow, okay, there's cool. where the airbag went off. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty neat. But even uh, they released the data on the the wreck before that, where you could see all the g forces of his riding. Yep. And then yep. you see where the bike slips, and then you see where the the airbag deploys and it was really cool that they, they shared that. I thought it was neat. Yeah. They had all that data there on a big chart to, that you can look at. It was pretty amazing to look at. It's pretty cool. Um, I've, I've looked I, at I, them, no, but they're, they cost as much as my track bike. So that's the problem. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I don't know how in depth you want me to get about this, but like I said, every manufacturer was usually was releasing something new. Uh, we had Royal Enfield didn't necessarily have anything new, but they're they were just mostly going on about their their um, their statistics, and they have you know, about how many bikes they're selling and what yeah. they're they're shooting for two hundred dealers nationwide now. Um, did you know they make eight hundred thousand motorcycles a year? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, BMW had one, two, three, four new bikes. Did they have the S1000XR? They did. The S1000XR, 160 horsepower, 14K. I like that bike. Uh, they had the F900XR Sport Adventure Bike for 11600 And the new uh, F900RR for 8900 bucks. And then, of course, they have their concept uh, R18 Bobber that's coming out, which is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Oh, really? I was going to say, that's a cool-looking bike. They got those two huge cylinder heads sticking out of either side of that thing. It just makes it look so dumb. Well, they stick I out the side can't. or they stick under the tank. I mean, it's just it's two big bangs <laughs> either way you look at. It. Yeah, but there's no there's no room to stretch out with that. No, it's the same problem with Guzzi. Like your, your knees yeah. run into the cylinders. It's like, come on, yeah. tuck those things up. Uh, then we went over to Energica um, to talk about their electric bikes. They're claiming the longest range. Uh, 249 miles city, 149 com, uh, combined, and 70 highway. It's crazy numbers. They, with a level three charger, you're going 20 minutes to 90%, and then 40 minutes uh, level two. They're claiming a 500 mile range total right. on their bikes. Yeah, so you're getting 100, what is it? They're uh, 149 torque. Oh, uh, it's, it's pretty amazing until we look at it. But like they, <laughs> the one thing that they did not give up in numbers. 
prices on their bikes. Oh, they're they're all on the the website, but did, they had their Moto E bike there, didn't they? I think yes, I saw they did. pictures. They did. Okay, they did. Yeah. Very cool. Um, well, I'm going to skip over Harley for the moment, but uh, yeah, Honda I was going to say their... we sent. We would probably focus on Harley because I got a couple okay, well, we of pointy right questions. That, everybody else had something <laughs> new, um, but uh, going straight to Harley, they of course they had the uh, they had their live wire there, and you could sit on that. Finally, they also had the live wire on two uh, dynos that you could actually sit on and twist the, fr- the throttle and get a feel for it. Yeah, uh, they asked that you not twist it up over sixty five for now, but. It gains speed so fast. You did not have to twist it very hard. And they had it dialed down, too, for this yeah. uh, for this demonstration. They had it dialed down. And uh, it, easily, you could have that thing up to 50 miles an hour just a split second. It's right there. Yeah. Uh, it was really cool. I can't and wait I had, to ride the production one. Uh, every And I was talking to them uh, after that demonstration. I was talking to one of the reps, and he said, the problem that the dealers are having now is that they can't give anybody demo rides or test rides on any of the live wires because they're already allocated for. They're already sold, yeah. They're well, already sold. Know. Yeah, That's good to know. We just can't, they can't just hand them out. So we're asking everybody, just wait for the demo truck. I'm like, okay. So there you go. Uh, they had the Bronx... Uh, Street Fighter, and they had the Pan America uh, adventure bike there mm-hmm. inside glass <laughs> cases. Yeah, no touchy. No touchy. That means you they're not open. ready. <laughs> um, I tell you what, they did have the engine out. You could see the engine. They had that on a stand and look at it. It's really, it's it's impressive. And there's a lot of questions coming around as to where the engine's being made. And somewhere. Well, somewhere. Yes, yeah, certainly it's going to be U.S. made. You know, I mean, how silly would it be anywhere else? But uh, do you think? Sorry, not not to cut you off there, but yeah. so the 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 assembly plant they closed. Where was that? Um, that was Kansas. Kansas. So, do they still own that? Could that be a facility for operations, or is that they're, gone now? They are very tight lipped about a lot of things. Okay, and they're very tight. They're not they're, For example, you can ask them all the questions you want about the Bronx and about the uh, Pan America and they tell you nothing. They yeah. can't tell you. That's Stone what they face. say. Right. Pretty much. Uh but the Bronx is 165 horsepower, 90 torque. Wait, wait. And whoa, 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 whoa. This is what they tell. Wait, 165 horsepower. This is the 975? Yes, sir. What? One, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take that. I got it backwards. <laughs> oh, 145 horsepower, 88 torque, and the. Am I got that right? Yes. So, so the Pan America, Pan America, would be Pan America was 165 with 90 torque, and uh, both of the bikes are really. They're both really good looking bikes. Okay. Really, is it really much good. better in person than than photos? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It is. It's. A real, I tell you what. I was extremely impressed with the Pan America. It's a beautiful bike. It looked it, the more I look at it, it's it's not a bad looking bike. It's kind of cool, kind of cool actually. It is. It really is. And the the one they had on display was this really pretty green color, really very very nice. And it's uh, it's chain drive. Is the Bronx chain or belt? Belt. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh oh, yeah. uh oh. Yeah. Someone uh, that's going to give me over a hundred horsepower in a sport bike and not put a chain on it. They had, uh, they, of course, they had the lowrider S there showing off, and then they were one of the other big things that they were talking about was the uh, the HD Connect, which is uh, very very important with uh, with regard to the live wire. 
you know, because you, you yeah. can really control a lot uh, with the HD Connect. But uh, it was a very good show. It was, it was it was really good, and I was pretty impressed with everything that I saw, especially with the what, what HD was doing. They didn't have a lot of bikes on display. No, they had all they had all their CVO models on display. Did you go yeah. other other than Thursday? No, I just went. I just no Friday. I just I just oh, went just Friday. Friday. Yeah, it was it was a long day. I didn't get out of here till four o'clock or something like that, so I was there for a while. So you don't really have a sense for the public crowd and how that. Um, no, I know uh, Chris Geis uh, was there, uh, who is uh, one of the co-hosts uh, on Throttled, and uh, he took a lot picture, a lot of pictures, and he was there uh, checking everything. He was there during the crowd. Yeah. So he probably got a better feel of it than I did, but uh, uh, the public started to come in right around two o'clock, and it, they were coming in. And they were swarming everywhere, so I think uh, and there was a lot of there was a lot of people, especially around the live wire. There was a lot of people gathering around that spot. I thought well, there I were a couple of makes that didn't show. I thought I read that maybe that didn't happen, but no, Triumph, Triumph was the only one who didn't show. That's as far as I could see. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could see the live wire being more in the city area with New York mm-hmm. because you're not having the range. It's a lot of city. You know, on a bike, I could see that being sold in a major city of up there. Well, I had I had asked a guy, uh, one of the reps. I said, "Well, look, I got a fifty mile commute to work." She says, "Well, you you can ride to work and then you know plug it in while you're there. Just put it on that regular one ten charge, and then by the time you got out of work, you'd have enough juice to get home." I'm like, okay, but yeah, I've looked at that too. We have um, we have the big. What are their level three chargers or wherever they are? We have them at work for free. Oh, do you really? So I've looked at getting either electric car or bike because drive it to work and charge it up during the day and ride it home. Well, see, now you can probably, maybe you can do a swap with the deuce and that, the the virtual deuce. And the virtual As I'm saying, I'll, give, I'll give John my virtual deuce and I'll take the live wire and that ends my commute. I'll give the interceptor to the kids. They want it anyway. <laughs> here you go uh, have fun don't hurt yourself yeah. but it was good if you have a chance to get to the uh, uh, progressive international motorcycle show if it's going to be in your area make the trip it's worthwhile yeah I don't because they don't come to Charlotte anymore and I'm still bitter about that uh, where's the closest one they come to for you DC DC oh there, there you go that's not too far right right but then I gotta go to DC come on now yeah no, that's true too yeah that's painful <laughs> Nah, it's it's six hours by car. I mean, well, you got the you got the uh, AIM train. show. AIM show is coming to uh, Columbus again. Columbus. How many yeah. hours is Columbus, John? I gotta look that up. I'll let the uh, TV do it. How many hours from Charlotte? It's not that far <laughs> from you. I'd say probably four and a half. Five? But, but we're thinking about oh, no. IMS. I've been thinking about. Um, my boys want to go, so we've been thinking about making a like a guys' weekend out of it. Take the train. You know, jump on Amtrak, ride up there, you know, do the show, stay over. There you go. Yeah. Something like that. So it is a whopping six hours and 48 minute ride. Same thing. 425 miles to Columbus. Ooh. Very similar to DC. Uh, take the train to DC. It'll be fine. That's what we're thinking. But we're, we're already going to Daytona. They, uh, when is that? Daytona Bike Week or Daytona? For no, Paris? Daytona for the Rolex. 24. 24. So the end of January. So 24th, 5th, 6th. Now, now, Rich, if you decide to take that train ride with the boys, yeah. you know it goes through Durham. Yeah. So you're going to get on with us? 
Yeah, you you plan it. Maybe I pop on a train with you. It's it's coming up. It's like the tenth of January. Is it? Yeah, it's early. It's like two. It's like through two or three weeks before we go to Daytona. I got it. I'll see if I can catch a train from around here, and I'll meet you guys there. <laughs> Come on, DC. Let's do it. It'll be the, yeah. the loud pipes meetup in DC. <laughs> <laughs> and since I'm in good with the uh, with the one of the directors of the show, I could probably get in easy media thing. You know, there you go. The I've never really done twelfth. Rich, we could do it. Yeah, the problem is, I think that weekend's already booked for the kids, though. Oh, I was looking uh, at. plans can change. Plans can change. I know it's tentative, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. But yeah, looking forward to Daytona. The We want to go down to the Rolex 24. What is that anyway? It's a road racing. So sports cars, road racing. Oh, okay, cool. And they race for 24 hours. So oh, okay. they start sometime Saturday afternoon and they run until Sunday afternoon. But that's okay. where like, you know, your Corvettes and Audis and Porsches and things like that. So it's, it's not NASCAR, essentially. Oh, okay. That's okay. Sounds like a lot of fun. But the new Corvette C8 mid-engine race car will debut this year at Daytona. So we're going down to see that. Nice. And mm. I went a couple years ago. My parents stay down there for the winter. So it's kind of a double trip. You know, we're going for yeah. the race, hang out with them, and we get a mm. place on the beach. Kids can swim and have fun. Play hooky for a couple of days because I got to take them out of school <laughs> to get down there. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, we're sitting around and my wife's like, you know they have school. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, we're going to Daytona. Get out of the way. We're going to Daytona. <laughs> we'll yeah, go get a it, rental it, car. We'll probably get some crazy rental car from Hertz and then there you go. And the parents are like, so you're coming down to see us. And Richard's going, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> How are you? We're going to the racetrack. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, your dad will join in with you. Yeah. Cool. All right. So what... um. I guess what's what is your feeling with Harley in general? How far do you think they're going to take this? How far do you think they're going to take like the Street Fighter line in Pan America? I think these are going to be a a platform that they broaden, or like how far do you think this is going to go? I think they are going to broaden it. I, I think you're going to see different size uh, engines coming into the Pan America and into the the Street Fighter, uh, just like. You know BMW did with the F F eight hundred series, and of course, uh, you know, of course, you got the thousand, the GS, and all that. I think you're going to see that Harley do the same thing. Okay. And there's a lot of spe- there's a lot of speculation with the pricing on the Pan America, which is everybody seems to be far more interested in that than uh, anything else. But there is speculation that it's going to come in under twenty. So if that's the case, then it's going to be right in the pocket, yeah, uh, competing with all these other bikes. Uh, the Street Fighter five. Yeah, well, I mean, well, that, whatever. I mean, if even if it is that, but as far as it goes for the Bronx or Street Fighter, I think I don't think they're going to put a bigger engine in it. If anything, I think you'll see them put a smaller engine in it. It might be like six seven five something. Yeah, because yeah. I think you'll see. Then this is going to be a way for them to track new riders. And then, of course, the 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 conver- the conversations came up at the show. Uh, sort of like yeah. off topic, you know, this is like, like afterwards they made their presentation that people are asking him. I certainly asked them. Um, so this new 1250 custom that they're talking about, is this the new sportster? Right. And they were like, well, we can't really say no, we don't what? really know. No, no. And, but I think that's, that's going to be, uh, that's what we're going to be seeing. And yeah. here you're going to have a 1250, which is, you know, why would they call it the 1250 custom? Right. You know, geez, imagine that there was a sportster called the custom. Wow. Right. So, 
I, I, I think you're going to see a redesign of the sports there. Now they're releasing the Bronx and the Pan America uh, at the end of the 2020 year. So it's going to be probably like the, so the uh, Harley August. new year in August. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then we, you're probably going to see something um, announced. Probably I'm thinking anyway, that there's going to be a re-release or an announcement about the sports to probably toward the end of the year. Cause they did reduce the sports line line mm-hmm. in 2020. They don't no longer have the six different sports models. Now they only have the four. Yeah, so. they trimmed it down. Yep. Yes, they did. So I think you're going to see a big change right there. So either the Sportster gets refreshed or it goes bye-bye. They would not can it. That, that'd be the dumbest thing there because that's, like that's the staple of their sales right there. Yeah. You know, the, the Iron 883 has been their like, top seller for how many years now? Um, and what, I had mentioned. But what's the direction? Like it, you can't put a mil eight in the sports no frame. no but this is but this is where <laughs> this new revolution x engine comes into play this is the engine that will meet all the uh the standards as far as it goes for uh you know uh, emissions so you think that they engine would put will. that engine into Absolutely. the sportster chassis that's why i think that 1250 custom is the uh, the new sportster engine i think that's what's happening so hmm. um okay yeah i think that's gonna happen but uh for now, I think I think uh, Harley's uh, doing really good. I think it's, it's a lot of cool stuff is happening that they're keeping very tight-lipped about. Yeah. It seems like next year is a pretty big year for them. They've they got the live wire out, so yes. it's finally out there. People can buy it, or at least you can put your money down on it. And So once they actually launch the Bronx and the Pan America, then you know, we'll see where this really goes. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. I'll tell you what. I de- can't wait for the demo truck to come around. I definitely want to ride one of those. Same here. I was disappointed that my most most recent demo rides, the live wire was not part of it. So, uh, but I'm not yeah. sad because I rode the Fat Bob with a 114 and nice. FXDR with a 114. <laughs> what did so, you think of that? What was your? I'm not sad. The FXDR? <laughs> the FXDR was an interesting ride. It was a very interesting ride. It yeah. It had me reaching for the wallet, of course, but <laughs> really, but an interesting. Yeah, interesting bike. Like it, it wasn't the way I think the way I described in the show is it wasn't really sure what it wants to be. Right, it wants to be a V rod, but it can't be. Yeah, is it, is it a drag bike? Is it a street bike? Is it a sport bike? Like what the heck is it? But the general consensus that I got from a lot of people was it needs mid controls. Well, if you did mid controls, you need a higher seat. You couldn't sit Maybe. that low with yeah, mid control. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey. A fat bob with mid controls would probably be cool. Yeah, the fat bob was too much fun. <laughs> Way too much fun that bike was. That was a fun bike, man. I was pleasantly surprised with how much yeah. fun that was to ride. So did you change your opinion about that bike? Even in spite of those, um, you know, terrible tires they put on it, but I thought it was a fun bike. Okay. Yes, indeed. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, John, any, any questions on IMS? I, I appreciate the overview, Ted. Yeah, you're welcome. Sure. Oh, I'm good. And are you covering that on the next Motorcycle Men podcast? IMS? Or did you already? No, no, no. We're, no our next podcast, uh, I guess we're going into that now. Our next thing that we're doing is our third annual Fat Ass Santa Christmas giveaway. Okay. Which happens next <laughs> uh, next week. Is it next week? Yeah. Um, and this is our third year running of that. And we've got a lot of... Last year, we gave away almost $2,000 worth of goods. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So this year, we've got... Uh, right at the moment, right now, we've got Shinko Tires giving away a set of tires. We've got uh, Scorpion Helmets is going to give away a helmet. 
Okay. Uh, we've got uh, two independent Harley Davidson dealers that are giving away prizes, and we also have a couple other things up our sleeves too. And then I've got a boatload of interviews scheduled right now that are going to be happening over the next four weeks. Uh, actually, beyond that. Okay. You know, so keeping busy. Keeping busy. Yes, sir. Keep them cranking out. We'll be listening. All right. Sorry, John. I did cut you off. But any more? Any more questions? <laughs> No, <laughs> no, he just cuts me off. See how I get treated on the show, there, Ted? I, underst- I understand. I, you know, I ask him if he has more, and then I just blast on into something else. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Uh, let's see. Events, I guess. This will be quick. Um, Rolex 24 at Daytona, like I said, January 24th through 27th. I'll be down there with the boys. Maybe drag Brother Hogan along if he's around. And... Actually, there's one before that. John and I are going to go riding, riding around about the 28th, I guess it is. Yeah, about Pre, that. Pre-birthday ride. Yeah. Um, Isle of Man, eh, who knows? Somewhere in June 2020. Uh, John has a big group going to Sturgis, August of 2020. And then the big one, the Loud Pipes meetup, will be October 9th through 12th in Teleco Plains. And you know what? We need to put the MPC on here. Is that May again? It is May. Yes, the MPC. We got to add that to the list. The fifth, fifth annual. I look forward to that. And this we are, this is the this is the fifth. This right, is the right? fifth one. Yeah, 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 cool. yeah fifth. Oh, cool. Oh, you know that's right, Ted. So, so Ted, you know, talking about Sturgis here. Uh-oh. I forgot to do that. Oh, what's that? So you know, Rich, since he brought, let the cat out of the bag, you know, if, if Ted goes to Sturgis, you know what that means, right? That means Ted's going to Sturgis. It means you need to go to Sturgis too. <laughs> yeah. But he said he's not going to Sturgis. He doesn't have enough time. Yeah. Unless if I, unless if I get some, my boss gives me more time, you know, I need another week is what I need. Well, you need to go in there and talk to your boss. Uh, I'm going to be talking to him before the year's out. Oh yeah. We got talking to do. We got some talking to do. <laughs> okay. So maybe Ted <laughs> will be able to go because he'll be unemployed. He'll <laughs> be self-employed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we regret to inform you that Ted has uh, decided to spend more time with his family and pursue other opportunities. <laughs> He's going to become the first podcast host. <laughs> All right. Um, notes of this show can be found on the website as usual, loudpipes.net slash 173. We have links there where, of course, you can leave us some feedback. You can subscribe to the show with your favorite little podcast app. We have links there to our social media, which Brother Bacon is running over on the Instagram side. And if you find some value in the show, consider supporting us at uh, loudpipes.net slash donate. And again, leave us a note there. We will certainly read it on the show. And looking for the button. It's here somewhere. Right there. All right, Johnny John. Kick stand up. Let's roll. All right. Ted, thanks again for joining us. Always play. Thank you. Appreciate it. Daddy. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please consider supporting the show. 
Find more details at lovepipes.net forward slash donate.